Wow, thanks for coming to the theatre with me, you guys. I'm really excited to see Avengers Endgame. It's going to be great. Me too. I can't wait. It's I've got my popcorn ready. Yeah. How do you feel about this movie, Alex? I, well, we, I don't know this movie. We're at the movies for Avengers Endgame. It's about to start. I don't know why they're not shushing us. Oh, wow. I've never heard of... I can't wait to be to learn what this is. Well, so can't I. Oh, it looks like the preview is about... What? No. Is that the sound of a projector breaking? No, we can't watch the movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. I guess we'll just have to make up our own movies. Okay, it sounds great fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fetching guitar intensifies. <laughs> Suppressor, nopsies. Surprise and nopsis. Surprise and nopsies. Is the show where we take a trope out of a hat, then pick a genre out of a different hat, and then on the spot, live in front of not a studio audience, but for you, the listener, we have to make a surprise synopsis. Are you ready, Alex? Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you ready, Damien? Yes. Well, all right, fellas, let's go! That was so up. <laughs> yeah, jeez. So, evidently, neither of you are fans of Ballroom Blitz, then? No, I oh, do like that song. Okay. Did you not get it? No. Wait, oh. Alex got a reference and Damien didn't. No, I... Okay, yeah. I used to always make that joke with my dad. Ready, Steve? And uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they pulled the little slips and they're ready to pitch and we did a surprise. Synopsies. 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 Surprise. Synopsies. You, you're back on it. You've, you've yeah, won. Um, <laughs> Climb back aboard the bandwagon, Damien, and let's go. Yay, I'm back on the team. All right. And the trope is... Someone pick a trope. I can't vamp for time. No, that's your job. Don't be trying well, to get, the, take your job okay, away from Okay, well, me. then hold the hat. <laughs> Alex is holding the hat over Damien's head. Damien's reaching for the stars at Astra. And the star he pulls oh, down Jesus is... Christ. That's another Alex one. <laughs> oh, get Rex. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that a paragraph? It's uh, three lines, and I have big handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> Marriage problems being resolved without actually addressing the problems! Exclamation point. <laughs> oh, uh, Alex, bring in... Okay, we're resolving marriage problems without addressing the core problems. Right, so it's like a a metaphor for the marital problems is where we're headed, I think. So, would like would Mister and Missus Smith be this type of film? Like their problem is like they they find each other too boring and they've got these secret lives that they think the other person is not into, and then through like a series of coincidences Mm. they find out they're both leaving essentially the same double life. And now they're free to live that double life together and they do away with their old humdrum life. I would say yes, but Alex, this is your trope, so... Yeah, sure. I don't know. <laughs> you, you don't I feel know. like there's a lot of movies or like TV shows where it's like, you know, the marriage doesn't work well because of whatever reason and then like something else happens and so they just seem to be back together at the mm. end. For- this feels like every third episode of a sitcom. Yeah. You know what kind of is also this trope? You know the show Everybody Loves Raymond? Yes. Right? So, they have the kind of like marital problems where they're like, oh, your mother's annoying and, you know, your family's crazy and blah, blah, blah. And then they kind of like solve whatever the the 
particular weekly thing is, but they never address the core problem that Ray Romano is a fucking terrible husband. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, she's just that poor lady is just trapped in that yeah. in that awful marriage, being married to Ray Romano, and he's just the worst. <laughs> he, he's like the most child of all the children they have, and they never address it. Ooh. Oh wow! That's a, yeah. Well, there's one. That's an example. There yeah. we go. All right, shall we pick a genre? Not it. Not it. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> You're first. All right. Uh, wait, is this the genre? No, that's the genre. What did I just put in here? Medical drama. A bi- biopic. Uh, okay, I think I have one. Oh, I think it's one of my ones. Oh, God damn it. It is fucking medical drama. <laughs> I just put this in the hat being like, chances are I'm not going to draw it. But this is like perfect. You can just get a heart transplant. You s- still find out your partner's cheating on you or something. I don't know. Wow. Wait, <laughs> what? Like, you broke my heart. I got a medic. I had a medically <laughs> resolution for this problem, but I still feel feelings because I forgot that my emotions know, are buddy. in my brain. It's, it's, it's your pitch. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Man, marriage problems being resolved without actually addressing the problems. Medical drama. Uh, okay, so uh, if we've got a marriage, we need uh, some characters. Yep. So uh, what I'm going to say is this film kind of opens with there's a married couple mm-hmm. and they're in their 40s and they're kind of like a uh, off-the-rack kind of American couple, no kids, and they're eating dinner alone at, at opposite ends of the table to kind of show that they're distant and cold. And they're kind of like chopping up their vegetables and whatever and going to work and going through the motions. And the you, it kind of goes through their, through their daily kind of routine and you get to see that they're not really communicating very well at all. And there's no kind of like love there. There's a bit of familiarity. Like there's not there's no cold contempt or like kind of sneering um, judgment. But these two um, characters, let's call them Phil and June. Yep. Uh, are, are <laughs> cool names. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's call them Alex. <laughs> uh, Phil and June. And they're, they're just kind of going through the motions. You know, they're, they're stuck in a rut. We can all kind of relate. You know, it's a bit, a bit sad. And they kind of like... Maybe they see a, a younger couple walking along that are all like public displays of affection and they're all yeah. kissy and huggy and they're kind of like, it's a bit awkward for them because they both are looking at it being like, that was us once and yeah. no longer is. So it's kind of already taking this kind of like sad, bittersweet tone of this couple that's like, maybe they're no longer in love and they've just, the companionship remains. And uh, one of them starts to get sick. Let's go with the guy starts yep. to get sick and he's coughing and spluttering and- uh, you know, he's not feeling very well and eventually he goes to a doctor and the doctor's like, it's pretty bad news. Uh, you know, this will, this is some kind of um, rare kind of like bone um, disease you've got. Oh, shit. So, it's not like, it's not just like laying down and you've got cancer, but it's like, this is really kind of bad thing and you're going to have to radically change your lifestyle and you need to, um, you want to go somewhere where it's warm because yep. that'll like help it and you need to change your occupation because it's um, not doing good things for you. You need to kind of get outside and, and whatever. So it requires all these changes and that kind of throws their lifestyle up. And he has to kind of like go into a hospital a lot and there's procedures and, and whatever. So it creates this source of tension between 
uh, he's trying to pursue his own kind of um, health interest, and the wife's like, "Oh God, like now, now what? Now what's yeah. going on?" And the the crux of it is like she's kind of going along with this and getting more and more kind of like eye rolly and um, like torn apart by it because she's like, "Man, I'm not even I don't even love this person anymore, and I'm having to sacrifice and give up all the things I do love, like my friendship group because we have to move, and all my money because I'm in the United States and and medicine is expensive." And it's this kind of like wrenching thing where I'm like, hang on, well, why do I, why am I forced to sacrifice literally everything in my life to like keep up this illusion and this lie that this person is still like excites me and, and this is what my life's about. And what she realizes she has to do is basically like end this marriage. But she's also aware that's really like kind of a, it's the optics really bad that it looks like he got sick and she's just like, well, I'm out. Yeah. But you know, like she's got to live her own life too. Like what's she to do? Mm-hmm. So it's this kind of like kind of weighty kind of grueling kind of emotionally gray thing where he wants her to be happy and he still kind of loves her. And you know, there's no, um, it's not acrimonious, yeah, there's no um, but he needs to do what he can to get his health right. Yeah. And he knows there's a problem, and he's like, "Look, I I see where you're at, and I hear you, and you are weighing me. De- I am weighing you down, and where you know I release you. Like, please, please go, um, get out of here. Go your own way. Yeah, it's not a musical, go Holly. Your own way. <laughs> um, and." Eventually, he's uh, he's starting to feel a bit uh, better health wise, yep. and there's kind of like the procedure goes through, and it's okay. And she comes back and checks on him, and there's like a little bit of chemistry, like some time apart has done them well. Um, and then she kind of goes back, and he um, he's actually been lying to her, and he's not doing better at all. Oh, and they've actually like stopped treatment, which is why he looked better, and like he's actually going to die. Oh shit! So it, and then he's like, oh man, there's actually a really good thing that. Um, we've gone through this kind of breakup and we've separated out because now she's like free and she's ready to go and live her own life without me. And it was actually the best thing in the world that I got sick because we're able to kind of like um, kind of untangle our lives. And if I hadn't got sick, maybe she, we, we would have just been kind of like going through the motions and miserable forever. Yeah. Uh, and now she's like living her own life, but she still kind of like wistfully thinks about like, oh man, like did I do the right thing? And yeah. you know, I, I kind of wasn't there for him and, and whatever. Well, at least he's doing better back yeah. in wherever he is. So it's a contemplation on this couple that are like all of a sudden have to kind of pursue their own separate interests after having aligned their interests in a, in a marriage. Mm. And it's like a bit kind of sad and heartbreaking and no one's really in the right. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a mm. gritty relationship drama. My, um, yeah. I definitely watch that if the reviews are good and then definitely cry all the way home. <laughs> Because presumably he dies, right? Like, oh yeah, he dies. Yeah, like, yeah. Like she's you know driving to Mexico and she's really happy. The roof's down, whatever. Surveys her in one hand. Meanwhile, he's being lowered into the cold, hard Michigan ground. Yeah, and she gets the notification and then is like, "Oh, that's." that's oh really? She finds out he dies. Oh, oh, eventually, yeah. Okay, because I thought like it was, you know, she goes away thinking maybe I did the right thing, maybe I didn't, but at least he's. Oh, no, like, after the fact, yeah, yeah. It shows that she finds out and there's, you know... So, it's no longer... She's not shielded from the consequences of her oh, actions. Wow. But then, like, if maybe he was going to die anyway because he, you know, did everything. So, so let's see how we did. We've wow. got some marriage problems yep. that are resolved without actually addressing the problems. Yep. Well, I guess he just dies off, so... Well, that's is always know. the resolution yeah. of the problem eventually. Tick. Um, yeah. <laughs> problem solved. Bring, bring. Hello, sister-in-law. Why weren't you at his funeral? Oh, my. 
Oh yeah, awkward Oxy's funerals. <laughs> this is um, this is not what I imagined I'd be doing today. Well, yeah, that's that's some heavy stuff. Was that too heavy? Uh, I'm sorry. It's not heavy enough. Oh, gee. Okay. All right. Well. All right. Hang on a minute. Oh, we're into overtime fi- now. Final scene. Final. She goes to the funeral, Ooh. and the family are like judging her, and like you, like you went with him, and she gives she gives this glorious speech about how she knew him really well, yeah. and they shared some years, and they shared some really good years and some bad years. And they were soulmates for a while, but everything changes and it kind of like ties a bow on the whole thing. And it's, it's devastating. Yeah. It's devastating because she cries for the time that they spent when yeah. they're in love. And she mourns that person, but not the person that, that he ca- kind of came later because she's not that person anymore. And he yeah. wasn't that person. Like it's a eulogy for him mm. as is much the early relationship. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Yeah, so she's like, that's the final kind of putting the pin on it. And the well, family is just like, wow, that shows us. That puts us in our place. <laughs> we thought we loved him, but guess we fucking didn't. What a what a sober and and uh, realistic meditation on the on the transient nature of relationships wow. and how fleeting love can be. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Now I feel much better. There yeah, you go, well, Alex. I said, well, when we get deep, you got to get real deep to know your own emotions. Yeah, you gotta- it was already deep. It Sometimes was you just need to cry. <laughs> you got to get in the muck. Now it's 12 feet deep, six for his body, six for the death of emotional intimacy between people. Double double deep. Double deep. That's why I want to go. <laughs> double penetration. Oh, two, two graves, one corpse. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Some weird shit. Don't linger on that. Let's move on. <laughs> Away from emotional necrophilia and into... Oh, Harley's going for it. Like a bull at a gate. Oh, He's wrestling with it. He's going double fisting. He's oh my! Oh. I thought we'd moved past that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> both both corpses are in the grave. All <laughs> <laughs> pockets are loaded. Oh, Two oh. aces in hand. Adventure. Where's our trope? Uh, there you go. Marriage adventure. <laughs> but marriage is its own adventure, allegedly. Marriage problems being resolved without actively addressing the problems. Adventure. So this is kind of a Romancing the Stone. I've not seen Romancing the Stone. Oh, really? Sorry to just cut you off at the knees there. It's a suburban couple. Wait, this might have been a fever dream. I think the plot of Romancing the Stone (laughs) is like, there's a married couple that are just on regular holiday for regular people. And they get like unwittingly bound up in this, like with this archaeologist. And he like kind of presses them into service because they're like there and he's trying to escape some bad guys or whatever. And they like get bundled up. On this adventure and they go seeking this um this ruby and they're like what's going on we didn't sign up for this we're just on holiday some holiday this is kind of thing all the way along and then it ends up being like the best holiday ever because we like we found the ruby and it was so much more than we bargained for how spontaneous <laughs> cute well okay but now, so now you can't do that the biggest mystery of all the jack ruby What's the Jack Ruby? Oh, Jack Ruby was the guy who shot Lee Harvey Oswald. It's a Simpsons joke. Oh. Yeah. So, anyway, my pitch that you guys are either going to love or hate, we'll find out. But Shotgun love. <laughs> That's, that seems right in my, like, what do you my think? bullpen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think it's a stretch for Alex to hate something I've done? Mm, let's try it. Let's see how it goes. See how that fits on. You don't even have to be mozzarella, baby. Ain't no stretch in there. 
<laughs> Tasty See? cheese is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Alex, extra sharp. Um, so taking a page out of Damien's playbook, it's way ye olde times. Like, how far in the past? So far in the past. What? Yeah, go on. Like, what? What? When in the past? Uh, you know. Talk historically. When she's the ye to your ha. You know, a couple of I thousand don't know. years ago. A couple of thousand years. A couple of thousand years ago. Good heavens. Yep. We're, um, in the, we're in the late Bronze Age. So it's, it's or are we? It's a man and a wife, and they're just going about their live, um, lives. But they don't really communicate. And, like, it's civilization. So people are talking, you know, things are happening. People are doing stuff. Churn mm-hmm. um, and butter. And they're going about their lives, but they're not communicating like every time they have an opportunity to talk or discuss what's happening they just don't um but then things are complicated so so to to um give a little bit more detail to your characters are they like well to do living in a castle like hoity toity kind of thing no or are they like kind of they're more like raking the muck yeah more common folk yeah right and um or slaves? Just well, can you be married I, if you're a slave? You can, but you need the permission from your master. Just <laughs> master, like wow. Like, <laughs> ball gags and shit. But, <laughs> but enough about your wife. <laughs> also, the person that owns you. <laughs> just, um, I, I know you have a fetish for details, Damien. But just go with me on this also adventure. Slaves. <laughs> Because I think you're about to get all the details you can handle. Sure, yeah, go. Yeah, Because this is going to be a very short pitch. Oh. What? So, eventually- Not Unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that, yeah, Harley. Like, 20 minutes is short for Harley. She pregnant. Uh-huh. And like most couples, they think a baby will solve every problem when in fact it's just compounding problems. Do but people really think babies solve problems? I think some people think that. What problems? Yeah, it locks you in. Yeah. It's like, man, it's too quiet around here. No, it, it's like we're having emotional problems, but stay together for kids. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so you can't leave me. I've got a baby. Everyone will hate you. You're here forever. Bum, bum, bum. Anyway. Yeah. But Is that what an anchor baby is? Is that what that I, phrase is? I've never Probably. heard that phrase before in my life. Yeah, right. I've heard that phrase, but I don't know what it refers yeah, to. Because I mean, presumably they would make very poor anchors. <laughs> I know they've got a little, of little spindly limbs, and I'm like grabbing onto things. They would just break. Have you ever seen a baby? <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> once or twice I've read about. Them. Also, I think they would probably float <laughs> if nothing else. They like naturally why swim. Why my pitches take so long? <laughs> you said, well, you clearly you, you you want this to happen, Harley. You said your pitch would be real short, so yeah. now we're helping you. We're trying to fill it out. Yeah, a little we're really bit. doubling the time on this one. Um, but yeah. their their local hovels can't really. Um, you know, they can't accommodate a woman giving birth, so they go on a trip. And on the trip... Wait, they don't have a local hospital? Yeah, they just they go on a trip. Don't sure. worry about it. Okay. Um, and they can't... Is this a the, Jesus Elgarol-thory? <laughs> Uh-oh. You're going to have to edit that they out. can't <laughs> really edit. What out, Dave? <laughs> oh, Alex. <laughs> it's, it's premature. But on the way... <laughs> Sorry, that one was late. <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> but on the way, they still aren't really talking. Anyway, they get to the next town over. It doesn't matter what it's called, and they Bethlehem. try and find a room <laughs> to, you know, Uh-oh. birth thy child to rest because they've been traveling on horse or donkey or foot or whatever. Who cares? Yeah, chicken. 
on chicken. <laughs> chicken underneath. <laughs> it's slow going. <laughs> Much like this pitch, it's slow oh going. It's like chicken skates. And <laughs> they can't find a room. His shoes are too dang big. <laughs> but a kindly inn owner lets them stay in the barn. But all the jostling from all the travelling, and she starts to give birth. Uh-oh. Classic. But then a lot of strangers in the inn have nothing better to do, so they attend the birth and they, give them is, random shit out of their pockets. That is gawk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, ugh, what the fuck? Put it back in the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> and anyway, um, <clears throat> I'm going to surprise you both now. The kid is Jesus. Oh. What? And oh my lord! <laughs> yes, quite literally. Um, I'm frankly shook. And turns and, and Joseph, that's the guy's name, turns to Mary. I want to say, wow. Emily. Yes, <laughs> yes, Mary. And he's like you fucking apostate. <laughs> this kid looks nothing like me. How do you know Joseph but not Mary? Good question. What? No, I did know both of their names. I just didn't mention them earlier because I didn't want to give it away. No, but then you're like, was it Mary? Oh, yeah. But you're like, yeah, Joseph. It's definitely Joseph's the, the dad. Yeah, Joseph's not like a headliner. Yeah. He just... What do you mean Mary Magdalene's the headlining act here? He didn't even That's not Mary Magdalene. He still That's a different Mary. Baby. Well, there are two Marys. Oh, do I have two Marys in my story? Who knows? Maybe she is Mary Magdalene. I'm writing this now. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this will be non-controversial, I'm, rewriting the Bible. I'm writing this now, says Holly, about the Bible. <laughs> hmm. And anyway, they get whatever the old-timey version of divorced is, because he's like, that ain't my kid. Because Blick. Anyway, that's all I've had. <laughs> that's all I've had. <laughs> Wowzers. I feel like neither of your marriages resolved. Or is that just me? Are we just doing a different- We're doing the best we can. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Alex, there's only three possibilities for this sort of story. Someone dies and the marriage ends. They divorce or leave each other and the marriage ends. So you get to do the one where they stay together. Yeah. Death is a resolution. I don't think divorce is a resolution. But that's not like rekindling. It's not a satisfying resolution. Yeah, I think you're. Yeah, you took took the Jesus way out. (laughs) Even in the Bible, they stay together. They get their shit sorted. And yours, he just gives up. Yeah, they go to counseling or something. Joseph's Joseph's more of a gentleman in the Bible. Yeah, but in this version, this isn't actually the Bible, so God doesn't exist in this version. So Joseph is a massive wank stain. Wait, God doesn't exist in your Jesus parable. Correct. She actually did just cheat. His name just was because they weren't communicating. Oh, it's just like the. So she was stepping out. Yeah. Oh. Can he be one of the wise men? The guy that was like the actual father? He's like low key been like uh, sussing him out. He's like, all right, I'm going to get me and my boys are going to come over yeah. make it look like a quinkidink. And be like, oh, what's all this crazy childbirth one, happening? Have some gifts, gives, I guess. Yeah, the one that gives them gold is the one she stepped out with because he's rich. Because he's rich enough to give away gold. I know frankincense and myrrh were probably valuable. But yeah, they're bougie. <laughs> what's myrrh? Myrrh. Yeah, is it like uh, a rock or is it That's liquid? a spice, I think. What? Who the fuck? What? It's a baby. She drinks milk. You're <laughs> 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 spiceful. What is a kid made frankincense for? To what? buy toys with? I don't know. What's frankincense? Is that a liquid? Frankincense is like a um, like an uh, a, uh, unguent. It's an oil, an ice smelling oil. Yeah, because really it said frankincense, so it's like scent. Incense. So it smells. 
Aromatic. Am I right, boys? Am I right? <laughs> Soft pass. All right, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Wait, no, wait. Put that back. <laughs> I have more questions for Holly. How do you have more questions? You read the Bible probably uh, once. I, yeah, Who has read the fucking Bible? You I, think how big that is? That's why they make it so big. So people are there like, the Bible says, and you're like, oh, I guess. I'm not going to read it. There's too many words. Yeah, like, I actually have read the Bible. So. Just oh, I've Jesus. read at least half the Bible. When you were 14, instead of talking to girls. <laughs> <laughs> Oofed. <laughs> Big oof. <laughs> Those feels. <laughs> You're like, no, it was 12. <laughs> I'll have you know, the reason I didn't talk to girls when I was a teenager had nothing to do with the Bible. <laughs> <gasps> Take that back, you barbarian. So I didn't talk to girls. Uh, oh. They were bald. Yeah. Fa- wait, what? <laughs> I'm so lost. Did you go to private school at a cancer ward? You- <laughs> are you going to judge me if I did? No. You, cancer kids can't go to school? Yes, they can. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, Harley. <laughs> Wait a minute. So Dick about all it. On the same side here. <laughs> I was just They're the most sure. vulnerable of youths, Harley. Yeah. How That's dare why you. I did charity work to support them. Oh, what? What do you do? Shout I've it out. Done charity work for the Cancer and Kids Auxiliary, which is a charity that raises money for paediatric cancers. Sounds fake and made it up. I don't think you did it. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I worked for Kids Cancer Research Trust. <laughs> that one I haven't heard of. You made that one up. Nope, it's real. Look it up. Well, you look up Seeger right now. Mm, I choose not they to. They make games. I know Seeger. Oh, Can't trick me. <laughs> yeah. How could they be making games and cure children's well, cancer? Really yeah. Where's the C for cancer in Seeger, Harley? Your story's fooling around you. Can I do my my thing now? No, uh, Damien clearly has more questions for me. Ah! <laughs> I just one more, one more. I just want to know. Okay, so it's so it's a Jesus parable, but it's focusing mostly on their marriage. It's barely a parable. It is just Jesus. See, seeker's a real thing. A oh, seeker, not seeger. I did the initialism, Alex. It looks like. Chica, For those me. playing at home, Harley has quickly Googled something on his phone and it's just like shoved it in my face. It's affiliated <laughs> with the Royal Children's Hospital. I'm oh, cl- so is everything. I'm not. I'm not. So is the puppy doggos and little tie-dye I, shirts. I didn't come here to read your phone. <laughs> I was elected to <laughs> lead, not to read. <laughs> no, not interested. Whatever that says. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. Manila number three. Okay, continue with your questions. Anyway, with your no, question. my question. No, I'm already bored of my question. Go on. Let's just just, just move this thing along. <laughs> I was going to hit you. <laughs> Alex did a big flamboyant like reach oh, for the trip. So I thought she, yeah, me. I thought she was going to strike us. I don't want to do this one. I'm putting it back. What'd you get? Educational. Yeah. Suck do it shit. in educational. No, I had this last time. No, I'm taking time. the genres away. I swear I had the same thing no, last you didn't. week. No, no. No? Uh-uh. Really? Yeah. Really? You, you I had children's you educational. Had What's the kids show? Same difference. Well, there you go. Should we get at it? You've had practice. I wasn't good last week, so why would I improve now? I have no memory of last <laughs> That's week. That's one of my most important um, attributes of my personality is I never improve myself. Oh, really? I don't know. Probably. I'm not going to go back and try and prove that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been that way. It worked out just fine so far. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm twisting this to how I like it because you fucking twisted yours. To, it was an adventure. You're like, nah, can, Jesus now. Can we? To Bethlehem. I know I didn't contribute, but I would like for one of us no, to no. have to end with a happy marriage. Yeah, this is really all on you, Alex. I'm sorry I started with a with a down one. I okay. feel like I've set the tone as like really <laughs> negative. The way I'm making this educational is that they go to couples therapy. 
Yep, that's it. Oh, they're modeling good behaviors. Yeah. And, yep. Okay. So, yep. So we can move on from our genre. Okay, so we're going to have a married couple who are in their 40s or 50s. Yep. And their two children have recently left the nest. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they don't know who each other are anymore and their whole lives revolved around looking after their children. And now that both kids have gone off to college or whatever and they maybe because they've got three and the last two were twins, so they're still very busy with these two twins. And now they've gone to college and the one that was a bit older has like a family of their own and they're like well old and they've got like two kids and a wife. Yeah, they're on their way. Yeah, so like there's like it's like a bit of a family. So when they have reunions, like you can see that they're both significantly happier when they're busy and like talking and like not – and like even then they integrate and work better as a team. But as soon as it's by themselves – they like just don't work. Like they're constantly fighting and stuff. So they go to marriage, um, what's counseling, counseling, yep. and they're like trying to counsel about it and all this stuff. And it just like isn't working at all. And like it's like you see it like happening. And it's like they're getting worse and worse. And they're like right on the brink of divorce. Divorce each other so hard. Yeah, and this is like pretty far into the movie. Like this is a pretty quick pitch. But like yeah, so it's like they're trying to go to the marriage thing. It's like very educational, and they're trying to do all these different things, and it's still not working. And you can what's see the, that what's the core of their problem? Are they is it infidelity or are they growing apart? Or they just grow. They're, yeah, they just like they're so used to having all this other stuff to yeah, they're do. So they're just bored kids. when it's just them two, and they just can't like they work really. They thrive being able to do stuff. So like yeah. when they have the family over, like she's <clears> cooking and he's entertaining and then they're like helping the kid and they're like doing like tag team working out. But as soon as it's just the two of them and it's simple and easy, uh, so they just get frustrated and bored. Yeah. So it's like their whole identity is, is parenting kids. Yeah. Not, like, not husbanding and wifing. Yeah. And they can't like relate to each other as just individuals. Mm-hmm. Like they relate to each other and like worked well as like a parents, but not as just a couple again. Yeah. And so they're like right on the brink and then I'm going to say a little bit of yours, make it a doctor problem. Ooh. A doctor problem. And the husband and wife, so their son and his wife, die in like a train crash. Oh, oh. shit. When they fail to defuse a nuclear bomb on a train headed to Sydney. I guess, but now it's going to be a shit movie. <laughs> is, it, is it in the Harley Cinematic Universe where that happened that yeah, one time? Yeah, that was a one shot. And, and then, then two sisters kissed and then it's your movie. <gasps> <laughs> and they should have used a helicopter. <laughs> okay, maybe don't use my movie. Yeah, so... Against pushback. <laughs> so, yeah, they die and they like go in there and they're like, oh, my God, what the hell? And these like two little kids now don't have parents. Oh, and so the grandparents... Love it. Love adopt it. the kids and now they're busy and they have children yeah. back in their lives and their marriage is just fixed. Like they're just working <laughs> off each other again. They yeah, have, yeah. They have that that is, they're back in business. They're, yeah. yeah, now they can relate to each well, other again and they work together. for another 20 years. Yeah, yeah exactly. they're back in business, baby. Yeah, and there's like problem solved. They should have just baby snatched someone. Yeah, well, they didn't. Re- <laughs> I think it's also important that they don't realize that that's what bit we can see. Like in all the counseling scenes, they're talking around the problem, talking about different little minor things that don't matter. Yeah, they yeah. Never really find the crux of the issue. Yeah, they never realize that it's because yeah, they never realize that it's just that they only work together as parents, not yeah. as couple. Yep. But then, like, we can see how well they're working every time family's over. And then, yeah, they get these kids and then it's just, like, fixed again. You can, like, see them yeah. together. And, like, at the end, they, like, kiss or something in the kitchen and the kids are, like, playing and she's, like, cleaning up their sandwich or something. Like, That's he a- comes in from helping the kid yeah. fix his bike and she's making them sandwiches and they, like, kiss and you can see it's, like, fixed. Oh, and they do, like, so it helps them race as they move on through their tasks. Yeah. And, like, they're happy again. Yeah. So having the kids, like, kind of inheriting the kids and looking after them, like, helps them grieve 
but then also getting back in that process gets them back into that mode of of working. But the grief thing stuff the kids because the adults are. Yeah, because the, they outlive their children. Yeah, yeah I guess they're children. sad as well. But it's like for a bit having the kids and being busy is what fixes their marriage, even though well, they still can't interact as a couple. It, so it's not really a healthy yeah. fix. It's like a band aid, and it kind of works as well because keeping busy with looking after these new kids also can abate some of their grief because they they don't have time to grieve. They got needs these kids. They don't got like, time to grieve. Yeah, you gotta be looking after these little puppaniggles. Yeah, these keeping <laughs> these babies safe, girl. They'll put forks in power outlets. The lick trash cans with. That's an interesting angle. The dog's tail. <laughs> yeah, little sh- chomp. It's little tompies. Because I think statistically, Tompies. the greatest predictor of a marriage breaking up is the death of a child. But in this instance, the death of a child has like saved the marriage. Yeah, and that was another thing that I did on purpose when I thought of this. Good yeah. work, Alex. <laughs> Kids finally doing something right for their parents. I like yeah, that. Grandchildren. That's, yeah. So the marriage is kind of saved, even though it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah, Thanks. I'd watch that for Thanks. sure. Yeah. I'd hear a podcast discusses plot. <laughs> Being like, what the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> Who made a, this movie? That's not how I would have done it at all. Yeah. This could have been way better. What, what would you call it? Um, yeah, that's right, tough guy. <laughs> something to Sorry. do with like empty nest or something or like. Empty nest, empty heart. Like yeah. The nest. Yeah, the nest. Or like when the birds fly. When the birds fly. That's better. I was going to go with the birds of a feather divorce together or something. but Birds of a feather gives it like it should be a comedy. I guess. Birds yeah. of a feather. That should be like a we're accidentally adopted style. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Good. Good, good, good. What was the name of your movie then, Captain Spot Putter? Uh, oh. <laughs> Spot putter. Fair enough. <laughs> well, yeah, not so smart now, Mr. Beardy uh, Man. Ooh. Man with you beard and eyebrows good, and mustache. You had a good one with Captain Spot putter. Just retire on that. <laughs> Captain, no, you, you I don't say Captain you're, Spot. No. You're only giving me time to think, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the real winner. Uh, mine is called uh, Separation. Is it from the world of The Conjuring? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just a similar name to me, like separation. And separation. It's, like, it's like an old day. <gasps> Have you seen their new movie or, about um, or the separate? L uh, by the Weeping Woman? I'm gonna watch it, even though it's gonna be terrible. The Weeping gonna... Woman. Yeah, it's like the next movie coming out from the Conjuring universe. What? I what are you talking about? Have you seen The Conjuring? No. no. So they're just like generic scary movies yeah. that are like not going to like mess with my – like I'm, I'm never going to get a nightmare about it or like be like walking down the street and be like, oh, my God, like yeah. my life. Like, like you like, want a horror movie but you don't want it to. Is it, yeah, is it's, it's, just, it's just basic white girl <clears throat> scary movies. Check is, the tick boxes on horror. Yeah, but to like clear, nothing too messes with your head. Is it scary like – things jump out at you scary or is it scary like my marriage is fixed but I didn't really address the problems kind of scary jump out at you scary and ghosts Got marriage it. marriages do are affected in some of them they do bring in marriage yeah right mariage mariage yes and then they fix the ghosts but it's like that wasn't really at the core of like <gasps> nine of- times out of ten in those movies they're like we've fixed it and then it's like psych and then it's like end of movie and you're like Oh, I guess they didn't fix it. Yeah, like everyone just dies and like <laughs> like a couple of them, like usually like the priest and the dad that wasn't supportive or like one of the girls that wasn't really that involved in the main circle of um, actors, Yeah, like they die and then the rest like escape. Like the mum and the two kids and then like the 
the priest and the dad dies or whatever. And then they just like walk away and the ghost's like looking out the window and they're like, we're leaving. It's like, that's not a good. Fixed. I, I'm not sure about that narrative about like we fixed it, but then suddenly it's not fixed. Like we got out, but it's not fixed. I think is a lot of it. Yeah. Oh, like, we get out, but it's we not survived, fixed. but like it's still there. But they can't just get us anymore because we're not in the house we or we're not on the property. Night, but the sun will set again. Yeah. But it's not our problem because we're out of here. Yeah. And the priest's dead, so good luck cleaning that up because they broke his spine 78 times. Speaking of out of here, do you think the ushers are ever going to let us out or like give us a refund? Yeah, Because it's been like 40 minutes already. I've heard this movie sucked anyway. Oh, no, it's gotten rave reviews. I don't know what we're talking about. Avengers Endgame, remember? That's the movie we all came here to see. Isn't that... I thought there was one that was... I thought was that one that was sucked. <laughs> it hasn't come out yet. Avengers Endgame has... Is that Marvel? No, we're at the movies right now, Damien. Oh, it. Yeah, well, it hasn't come out in the sense that it, we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> That's true. We're at the premiere, so it hasn't so really... So it's going to be out when this podcast is released? Roughly. Woo! Probably not going to see it. <laughs> oh, that's just really shit debate on the ending, hasn't it? <laughs> I'll fix it in post. <laughs> Good luck fixing this pile of buttholes. <laughs> I'm going to make a penetration joke, but you can make it yourself. No, that's fine. <laughs> Le- less penetration jokes are best penetration jokes. The less penetration, the better. <laughs> yeah, the less penetration, the better is my motto. <laughs> That's what you have to tell yourself. <laughs> <laughs> When's it going to be my turn? Yeah. <laughs> when they ask if it's in yet and you're already done. <laughs> <laughs> in and out. <laughs> Call Damien Bruce Lee because he's the master of the one inch pinch. Oh. I, I don't like this new direction. <laughs> you, I don't mind playing this game. I'm too good at it. Yeah, get back over the other end of this table, Harley. <laughs> you're in. You're up here in the Sass Peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Suddenly I'm leaving that all in because I love the Sass Peninsula. <laughs> the SS Sassy. Anyway. Um, well, we finished the popcorn. The movie hasn't rolled. Oh, this isn't done yet? Let's oh, I guess we've got to like outro properly. Get out of here. Alex Jabbit's Jace Notes. <laughs> Alex Jabbit's <laughs> Jace Notes. <laughs> Jalex Alex... Gabbits the boats. <laughs> yeah. Stop them. The boats, that is. Alex Gabbits plays the hits. <laughs> well, Alex Gabbits' case notes is racing towards its terrifying and interesting conclusion. Damien, you were really good on this all last week's episode, huh? Thanks, you. I think I really nailed the part of... Can I say which character? No, we don't want to ask. Oh, I, I really nailed my part. Yeah. You'll have to listen to find <laughs> out who I premiere as. Ooh. He's a tree. <laughs> bark, bark. <laughs> Russell, Russell, Russell. <laughs> oh, oh shit! It's autumn. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm naked. I'm about to drop the hits. <laughs> Damien is Russell the tree, but the problem is he's in love with an evergreen, and it's autumn. What's Damien to do? Jerk off vigorously because he's necky. (laughs) (laughs) Step one, get (laughs) necky. Get cut down and use for firewood because winter's coming. Yeah. Well, that was just (laughs) a bonus pitch that no one was ready for nor needed. Um, I actually got some feedback, you guys. Wow. It's it's, uh, from Chrissy, delightful friend of mine. And Chrissy said, dear surprise synopses. And then she had a lot of comments about our previous banter. But she really enjoyed her favorite pitch. Tool Story. Oh, Tool yeah. Story. Yay. Oh, I remember Tool Story. Yeah, bless. 
tool story. The level and the circular saw getting together. Yeah. And she thought um, that was positively delightful. Hmm, that was wholesome content. So here's your obligatory shout out. Chrissy, thanks for listening. Oh, thanks for listening, Chrissy. If you too would like to get a shout out like Chrissy. Fuck you, Chrissy, for not picking one of mine. What, what, was, <laughs> what was yours that episode? You don't remember. Oh, so, yeah, for no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was fucking sick, though. It was starring Lindsay Lohan. That's your clue. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan and Rupert Grint are in every one of Alex's <laughs> pictures. Was it when she was a princess? I don't know. No, that no, was literally the that first was episode. That was the pilot. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> that was like 15 to 20 episodes ago. No way. Yeah. If you want to find Tool Story was the um, unwittling, the main character becomes unwittingly involved in a conflict and then becomes the hero and ends it. Oh, yeah, oh! Yeah. I had the mockumentary and I actually killed myself. <laughs> I forgot what I was <laughs> oh, doing. Oh, yeah, yours is a dud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you were that was fair, Chrissy, later. actually. I take back that fuck you. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible pitch. It was not my strongest of the suits. Yeah. And my pitch happened, whatever it was. It was, was. pizza delivery. Oh, I really like that one. Mm-hmm. Of course you did. Well, yeah. Take me home. West oh Virginia. Oh my god! I've just realised the the fate of all podcasts is eventually to be about themselves. I've just realised I think we've hit that moment. We're now reminiscing over past pictures. Like, Guys, remember how funny we are? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, you can like and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher. Yeah, Pocket Casts definitely. Although the redesign is a little, eh, we'll see. All your favourite podcasting app. There's a straw poll in the episode notes below. Vote on whose pitch synopses you thought was best this episode. Uh, Going to be honest, it was probably Damien's, you know, but some weeks. I've already forgotten what we did. Or which children's Mine cancer organization. Mine was the only one that oh. their marriage got fixed. You just killed off a man because he had cancer. You no, he cancer. <laughs> it's a really, a really high class form of cancer. It's real. It's real rich and snooty. That one. Oh. <laughs> like, you fix you can only contract it from having a private helicopter. <laughs> oh, same. Now, do you have cancer or cancer? Cancer. <laughs> you have cancer. Oh. <laughs> And please leave us a message on Facebook, on YouTube. There's a contact us form at waterfallstories.com. You know, send, a mes- send us a message and maybe you too could be like Chrissy. And get or a shout out. Alex's secret Instagram account. Yeah, yeah have you found Has anyone there. found it yet? Have you found it yet? I, I bet you haven't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know when this will come out, but yesterday I posted a very nice photo of me getting absolutely drenched by a wave when I was wearing all my clothes that I went camping in. There you go. Secret content. Yeah. <laughs> All right, take it away, Maestro. I'm going to do that again. Yeah, you probably need to do that. <laughs> Surprise synopsis! Yeah. All right, I'm a ravine. <laughs> <laughs> Ravine because it was. Fuck. <laughs> 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 now you have to do it again. Because <laughs> Alex fucked up her burn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're like a drunk old man. Right, <laughs> 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 Tina Arena. <laughs>
<laughs> she was a synopsis boy. I said, see you later, boy. Her synopsis wasn't good enough for me. She's a clone anyway. She's not real. She died. She committed suicide. Now uh, a copy, a lookalike pretends to be her. Avril Levine. Yep. What? Yep. Is a trifle her on Facebook? No, nah, that's a that's a. That's Melissa. what they want you to think, Dave. That's Although she does wear a lot of eye makeup, so I wouldn't really know if they did swap her. Yeah, they definitely did look. Do some research. Get in the <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> people who say educate yourself always wrong about whatever they're talking about. Like. Classic example: Vaccines cause autism. Educate yourself. Well, that's because educate yourself is not really how education works. True. Surprise synopsis. Surprise synopsis. Yeah. I definitely wanted to mention something here, but I have no idea what it was. So if Damien or Alex could remind me before this episode goes live, that'd be great. Anyway, here's a great post credit scene. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Uh, it really sounds like I have a third thing, but I don't. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. And I, I swear to God, our outros are like getting longer and our pitch is getting shorter. It's like before too long, it's just like, welcome to Surprise and Trues. And now we begin <laughs> the lengthy 40 minute task of getting this episode fucking finished. <laughs> Outro, go.